Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast Radio. Well, in 2015, Richard Lynch and his son Mark developed a software as a service solution for wedding planners. Fast forward six years and the business has also developed a similar solution for funeral directors. And Richard joins us now to tell us more. Richard, prior to starting Lightsoft, you followed a very different career path. Right. Well, I qualified in the 70s. I was one of the first um, students through what became UL, NIHE it was called at the time, and graduated in um, industrial engineering. Of course, as an industrial engineer, your approach and your job was to simplify big systems. So how did you go about doing that? In most cases, it would be a question of really following the money and uh, trying to find ways to uh, to take complexity out of systems and uh, and and make it easy. So, yeah. Uh, so we we had in in Krups, we had the biggest injection moulding plant in Ireland uh, in in the seventies, and uh, that was. There was lots of room there for major efficiencies and uh, and so forth. So that was one of the first projects I worked on and went from there to obviously computerization and things like that. So then what motivated yourself and Mark to establish Lightsoft back in 2015? Our launch customer for our wedding software, Sonus, came to us uh, with basically the headache that he could see that he had a great opportunity to grow from uh, from a single venue operation to a multi venue operation, but the, the 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 sheer paperwork headache of handling uh, uh, handling uh, dates and drinks orders and everything that goes to arranging a wedding uh, if you 're just using um, uh, spreadsheets and post it notes and things like that. Uh, uh, was was the huge problem. So he asked us, could we help this? And we said, yeah, we definitely can do something there. And so we focused on the uh, uh, the handling of the uh, the calendar, uh, uh, the dates, because the biggest problem that you would have is that uh, uh, you might have a number of members of staff all selling the same date. So the whole idea was to try and keep the dates together and make sure that you only sold uh, you know, Saturday the 15th uh, uh, of next, the middle of uh, next October once. Uh, and um, yeah, so we, we built the first module for them and uh, installed it in September in 2015. And uh, they, um, you know, it was an instant success with them. So they grew then from there uh, for the next two years, they grew from one venue to three venues without any increase in stuff. And of course, the name of that yeah. product is Sonus. And I understand Correct. that your main market is now the UK. Yes, it is. There are over two and a half thousand venue operators in the UK. And uh, nearly 700 of those, I think the number is 680, are in the southeast, you know, in the area around London. And uh, that's really, that, that, that's uh, the prime market. But I mean, with two and a half thousand venues, you, you obviously you're looking at um, you know north of two billion a year being spent in those uh, in normal years. Obviously, I think your timing is very very good in this respect in terms mm. of entering the UK market because the demand for this is going to be incredible once we come out the other side of this pandemic. 
This is true. Well, I mean, the current users uh, really like us because um, uh, it makes it much easier for them to move uh, dates from from <laughs> from from a COVID, let's say, impacted date to another date that might be free and so forth. And most most of their work at the moment is in doing that because many weddings are obviously getting cancelled or being done on a very very reduced basis. And of course, back in 2016, you partnered with funeral directors to develop Obit. How did this partnership come about? Well, when our first modules of uh, Sonus were being digested, if you like, by our by our launch customer, we 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 had some time. And uh, uh, I'm based here in Ireland, and uh, I had been chatting with some of my former colleagues, whom I hadn't seen for many years because I had just returned from from the Philippines. And uh, essentially got talking to them. And uh, one of them was a a former Rotary colleague who um, uh, uh, was was bemoaning the amount of paperwork and the amount of transcription of transcribing names and dates and addresses and so forth from one form to another. And, uh, uh, and and I said, well, you know, we could probably simplify that. We started working with, with, with that uh, funeral director in the early part of uh, in, in, in the early part of 2016. And by the sometime around April, we had the first version ready. And how has the Obit software developed over the past number of years? Over the years, we introduced financial integration so that uh, uh, starting with Sage, so if they had a Sage accounting package, they could automatically transfer the, um, their, their financial data into their financial package seamlessly. The publishing of death notices on the funeral director's website has become a thing, and uh, so we've started to do that. And during the COVID, uh, we uh, made it possible for the funeral director not just to publish the funeral, the, the, the death notice on their website, but also to collect condolences. Uh, and what we find is that once the um, uh, once when somebody wanting to offer condolence sees uh, the, the the funeral director's branding around the uh, uh, the whole thing, it means that they seem to leave much more meaningful messages um, uh, that can be passed on to the grieving family. Did you mm. find that that particular market of funeral directors were open to change and open to embracing new technology? Uh, yes, indeed. We, we were a little bit worried, um, but um, uh, we, we were pleasantly surprised by uh, how tech savvy and how um, interested they all are. And especially now with, with, with the COVID where you don't have any option but to be tech savvy, um, uh, they're, they're, they're right there with us and, and, <laughs> and, and giving us lots of good ideas. To, to improve things for them. And what's your plan in relation to taking Obit internationally? Well, again, we're, 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 we're offering Obit already in the UK and we already have uh, UK users for Obit. But, um, uh, and, and the UK market is monstrous uh, compared to, uh, I mean, Ireland has about 30,000 funerals a year, roughly speaking. Uh, uh, the UK is well over half a million. So, uh, and even taking the the uh, the really big players, the co-ops and dignities out of it, there's still 
Uh, I think in the Independent Funeral Director Society there, there's over 800 members operating more than 1,500 funeral homes. So there's, there's a very large market there. And anywhere that follows the English-speaking, um, uh, we'll say, sort of process for, for handling a funeral, I think would be able to, uh, uh, would, would be a potential market for, for Obit. So we're, we have demonstrated Obit to places as far distant as South Africa, um, the US, Canada, and I think even the uh, Finland and the United Arab Emirates. And Richard, given the success that you've enjoyed through collaborating with funeral directors and, of course, wedding planners, do you plan to replicate this model for new products in the future? We dream about that, but uh, uh, we bring ourselves right back down to earth very quickly. Our our focus right now and for the next year and a half is, uh, is, is on rounding out both products and making them the, let's say, the software of choice for a venue operator for Sonus or a funeral director for Obit. Um, we've, we've, uh, we've, we've been, I, I think, really uh, focused on, on just continuing to develop uh, for a couple of years now, and we want to stay in that mode for at least another year, uh, if not more, uh, because we... <laughs> We're, we're kind of perfectionists in that regard. We want to be able to say, yep, yeah, this product is perfect. It covers everything you need. And of course, as the Chinese proverb goes, if you try to catch two rabbits, you're bound to catch none. Now, I know that <laughs> Lightsoft has operations in both Limerick and Madrid, but what appealed yeah. to you about Madrid as an operations base? My son, I think, um, uh, was infected with the same travel bug that, uh, that, that, that affected me throughout my life. And uh, at the time that we were approached uh, to 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 create what became Sonus, um, uh, he was uh, he was able to put together a team in uh, in Madrid much more quickly than anywhere else. So it became logical that yeah, okay, we'll do all of the technical work there, and anything that needs to be tidied up uh, would be handled out of out, out of Ireland. And for anyone listening to this morning's show that is thinking about setting up a tech business, what advice have you got for them? I suppose the main advice would be you, you, you have to be desperately patient. Uh, uh, you know, producing any software product takes an awful lot longer than you might have imagined. We, we initially thought that we would have uh, Sonus finished in, you know, maybe a year and a half. And uh, we're still... On, on a development path with us now five years later uh, and something similar with Obit. It's, it, it's, it's, um, it's not a short-term thing. It's, it, you know, you need to be there for the long haul. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Richard Lynch, the Managing Director of Lightsoft, and I wish Richard every success with growing Sonus and Obit in the UK market. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.